The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Tonight, we've got the former Scotland captain, Barry Ferguson, and a man who went to the World Cup as part of the Scotland squad in 1982. Davy Proven is here. Barry, which way to Qatar? Is it down to Glasgow Airport? Do we have to change somewhere? What a night last night for Scotland. We believed... And we won. Yeah, listen, brilliant three points, um, brilliant result, good, strong performance. This time last week, Paul, against the Danes after the first 45 minutes, it was worrying. But credit to the boys. Um, they went there and got a great three points. And now, for me, it's in our own hands. We've got three games. Um, I look at we should be getting nine points. Israel at home, Pharaohs away, then Moldova away. If we get nine points, we're in the playoffs. Are we going to do it? Do you think we will be yeah, in the I'm playoffs? Confident. I'm yep. confident we'll do it. Yep. Israel will be a tricky one because mm. I think Israel have got some handy players but listen, we're at home. There'll be a full house there. We should be aiming to beat them. We know Israel so well, Davey. They yeah. know us so well but it's in our hands. It's in our hands. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Um, De Boer and Zahavi up front. Mm. Again, scoring for fun for Israel but it's just great that it's it's going to be at Hamden. Full house, our old... Um, our old foes, if you like, in Israel. And let's hope it ends the same way it did last time. And we broke the hoodoo last year, you know, getting to the Euros. Could we, Davey, be on the way to Qatar next year? Just over a year's time. And it's hard to think you were part of the team uh, with Jockstein, yeah. 82 in Spain. How special is it getting to World Cup finals? Well, it's, it's terrific. I don't think you realise the, the enormity of the event until you're part of it. Um, I've, I've got to say, I felt as if we were away from home for about six weeks. I couldn't wait to get back, particularly when I didn't kick a ball and was on the bench for all three <laughs> yeah. games. But the whole experience of, um, you know, sitting on the bench watching Scotland playing Brazil, Zico, um, Socrates, all these big, big names, great experience. And the attention worldwide, the Euros is big, but the World Cup is just something else. Barry, you've won just about everything in the game and domestically. What a career. And I know how dearly you'd have loved to have gone to World Cup finals. Yeah, I would have loved I mean, just listening to what, what Davey's saying there. The, the boys now, as I said, it's in their own hands. They've got a real opportunity of making sure they get in that, that playoffs. Look, the Euros was brilliant. I would have loved to have went away with my country and, and represented them in a, a major championships. It wasn't to be. We lost out in a few playoff games. Um, but listen, it's as I said, the boys have got a real opportunity. That was a brilliant three points last night. This is the hottest September day in over 100 years we don't even remember it being like this is it an omen Barry are we getting carried away for the, the heat of the Middle East uh, this time next year we'll be ready to go well hopefully. it's going to be even hotter in Qatar sure. let's be yeah. honest <laughs> um, you're looking at 35-40 degrees but no it was a smashing day of the day 30 degrees on the golf course yeah yeah I've been bit to, to bits um, I never, never put learn my, you I know, people I know I never put my spray on so um, get a few midgy bites Glasgow City are playing at the moment in the Champions League they're 3-2 down on aggregate against Servette of Switzerland and Davy it's a huge game for them because there's a, there's a bundle of money for yeah, them yeah I think there's as much as £350,000 it, it's worth to Glasgow City to, to get through so it, it's a huge game not just in prestige but financially as well it'd be wonderful if they could get through it's the dying moments of the game we'll keep you right up to date 2-1 down this afternoon Barry that wouldn't be over 300 grand if they can go through yeah listen that would that would obviously help with the, the last 18 months it's, it's been a real struggle for some clubs so that 350k would help um, but they need to get a goal quickly to make sure they, they take it into extra time the whistle's just gone they've lost 2-1 it's just <laughs> gone so they are out so that's a pity Glasgow City going out uh, 
They've a great record in the tournament, but uh, yep, they've gone out. More about that later in the programme. Other things tonight, we'll be looking forward to getting back to the action in the Premiership this weekend. Some of the headlines from last night, Kyogo limped off for Japan in the win against China. No injury update as of yet. And for Rangers, Yanis Hadji, as we told you yesterday, he could be out for five games. He missed Macedonia. Uh, because of the isolation rules. So that could be really bad news if they missed him for five games. Yeah, but I think Rangers could deal with, yeah. with missing Hadji. I think uh, Kyogo, on the, on the other hand, is um, Celtic's best player at this mm. moment in time. That You've seen the start of the season he's had. I think six goals he scored. So that would be a major miss um, for Celtic. I, I don't think they've got anybody who could replace him in terms of Hadji. Rangers have got people in that position that they come in and, and play no problem. Because next week, Davey, we'll be turning our attention. So, you know, we've got the uh, mm. Europa's last night. Uh, sorry, the World Cup last night. Then we've got the Premiership this weekend. And then next week, we'll be at the Europa League and yeah. Celtic. I'd, I'd, I've got to say, Paul, I'd be reluctant to release my players for international duty unless yeah. I knew for certain they could come back and, and play as soon as they were back in Scotland. You know, and I can understand completely why some of the Premier League teams in England are refusing to release their players. There's the Spurs boys in, in bother yep. already. Um, it's happening all over the world, and it's ridiculous that the clubs who pay the players' wages are going to be without, going to be without mm. these players on their return. It's almost impossible, though, to guarantee that they can come back in and, uh, you know, no restrictions. But you're right, Davey. And of course, they want a World Cup every two years, which would mean clubs would be, they'd see their players less and less. They'd be travelling all over the world. But we look forward to, hopefully, I mean, Scotland against Israel, the 9th of next month, five o'clock on a Saturday. Great time for a game, Barry, isn't it? It's good. Brilliant yeah. time Saturday as well. Mm. Um, great kickoff, as, as I said. It will be under the lights as well. Um, mm. So look, the, the players will be will be looking forward to that. A full house as well. Hamden will be absolute jumping. So that's a game that I'm sure the boys will be desperate to play in. Lines are jumping. 0808 17 17 700 to phone the Go Radio Football Show with Davy Proven, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. So many people last night, we heard Craig Moore as well saying, you know, let's go for it. It could happen. He thought maybe a 1-1 draw. Mark thought we might just squeeze it. You said on Monday... You thought we could do it last night, and we did. And Davey, he wasn't cautious last night. He was criticised so heavily. Yeah. And he made a mistake. He's admitted it, you know, with the way he played Andy Robertson. But he went for it last night. But he sounds as though, well, it's interesting. Let's hear him last night after the game, how he feels about his players. Listen, some people in the country don't really believe in this group of players, but I do. I love my players. Trust them everywhere we go. We know we're a good team. We know we're a good group. We're trying to grow together. And we're looking forward to getting a full house at Hamden for the next game. And the Tartan Army will get right behind us. Yeah, right behind us. Yeah, a wee bit nippy about it. Is he a yeah, bit sensitive? Well, I mean, I think managers are entitled to have a go back if they've been criticised. And I would hold my hand up. I've been one of his critics. Um, he, he's saying that some people don't believe in the group of players. I do believe in the group of players. I don't think Steve Clark's believed in them often enough. And I think it's significant that on an occasion last night where he goes with two strikers... As he did at Wembley, they've come up with a top performance. He has to let the hand break off, I think, more often. That's when you get the best from this team. Too cautious against Czech Republic, going back to the Euros. And of course it was. I mean, Denmark. the Czech Republic yeah. game at, in, at Hamden, the first game, was a chance to, to put a marker down and to have a real goal, play two up front, and he couldn't bring himself to do it. So, yeah, he's entitled to his moment last night. Um, uh, it was a fabulous performance. Up there in the top three, I would put that alongside Serbia and Wembley. Uh, well done to Steve Clark, but let's have more of the same. 
Barry, you said on Monday he should go two up top, but you didn't think he would. Yeah, I didn't because in previous games um, he's went away from home one up top. But look, I think it's a, a real strong double act. Um, Adams and Dykes and McGinn just off them. McGinn was allowed to get beyond and going and closing people down. And then you've got two real good footballers in the middle of the pitch and, and Billy Gilmore and Callum McGregor. So I, I believe we've got the players that can go and win games like that. And it was proven last night when he's went for it. We got the vital win. I love the headline in the Herald today, all's fair in love and VAR. We don't often say, we don't have it in Scotland normally, but uh, let's see what the manager thought about the penalty decision. Too far away, too far away, ground level, difficult to see. Obviously the officials got it right, it was a penalty. Dykesy managed to squeeze it through and get it in the back of the net, so important. Davey, you watched it live. Yeah, that, that's yeah. VAR at its best, yeah. that's how VAR should work. Uh, you should still leave the referee who's in the, the stadium in control, allow him to look at the pictures. You don't need somebody in Stockley Park. You know, telling them what the decision should should be. The only thing that disappointed me was that he didn't produce another another yellow for yeah. the defender, which was bizarre in itself, wasn't it? Yeah, didn't make crazy. sense, did it? Yeah. No. And, and the only negative I'd probably say last night was Grant Hanley getting that yellow card. That's him going to be suspended um, for the game against Israel. Because for me, big Grant Hanley, we spoke about it um, the other night, he, he's had a tough time um, previous with the Scotland games I think he's been one of our best players I thought in the yeah. Euros he was really strong I thought again in the last three games I thought he was one of the players in Denmark at least get pass marks um, so he's going to be a big miss for me Shea Adams as well he, he's out there as your game as well yeah. and mm -hmm. I think he's been terrific he does so much of the heavy lifting I think alongside uh, Lyndon Dykes got a great double act as Barry says um, but we'll miss Shea Adams yeah. and there was nothing in his was there there was no, no it, it, it was a joke it was a joke and you yeah. just wonder why they can't rescind them you know that's the whole purpose of VAR isn't it to look at things and make sure they get the decisions right the, the yellow card for Adams was complete nonsense mm -hmm. let's hear from the manager speaking about the game itself yeah good performance difficult place to come we said it was a pivotal week in the group and we've come out with six points so satisfactory some people want to label as long ball but we got it down we passed the ball we're not a long ball team we can do both we have to go long we can play we can win the second ball if we have to get it down and play we can pass it as well created a lot of chances in the game could maybe have got one or two more and obviously at times when you have to defend, on the, you're under a little bit of pressure away from home, we showed great character to defend the box well. Who was criticising him, do you think, Davey? Is that the pundits? Is it the commentators? Is it the public? The opposition? I think a mixture of both. And, you know, I, I think if Steve was to take a, a step back and look at it from a distance, you might appreciate that some of the criticism, maybe not all of it, but some of it, was right on the money. And, you know, I, I think there's a bit of a contradiction in that he's been telling us they're making progress all the way through you know, the last two years and four months. But the, the best performances have come when he's, he's, he's gone with two up, when he's let the hand break off. That, that's the one thing. Anytime he's had his back in a corner and he's had to come out fighting, pick an attacking team, it's come good for him. Barry? Yeah, I, look, I think we'll look a, a real threat when we go two up top. Look, he, he likes the three at the back, there's no doubt about it. The three, five, two. Um, I, I like um, certainly Adams and Dykes for me as I, I mentioned there they're a, they're a handful they're, they're big strong powerful they work really hard um, I think we're a better team with both of them in the, in the starting 11 and we got the goal it's been so tough only the one goal against Moldova and the one was enough last night he's given credit to his strikers yeah I felt comfortable all night the guys in of course Craig Gordon speaking about the front line yeah I felt comfortable all night the guys in front of me were absolutely superb all night chucking their bodies in front of things we defended the box so well when we had to and as you say limited them to, to very few opportunities and the one that came through I managed to keep out so from my point of view it was a 
a fairly quiet evening, but got to give huge credit to, to the guys in front who were outstanding all night. Barry? Yeah, he made a good save, but for me, the, the boys got to score. Yeah. Um, it's a free header. Um, but listen, Craig Gordon made a good save. He He's um, he's shown what a top goalkeeper he is. Um, look, sometimes in games when you've not got a lot to do, you come up with big moments and that's what Craig Gordon's done. And I keep going back to it. Why Celtic let Craig Gordon go? I, I just can't get my head around about it. It's phenomenal, Davey, isn't it? It's a madness yeah. there, the Celtic thing. But his reflexes look as sharp as ever. He's, what, 38? Yeah, I mean... I, I, th I think goalkeepers are asked to pull out the big saves when it really matters, and he did that last night. It's probably a save he should make, but it's still a good reaction stop anyway. Barry's right. The header should be tucked inside the post, but it's an awkward one. It kicks up just in front of him, uh, and he did well to get his gloves on it, and thankfully uh, it was enough. Scotland fans 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Barry Ferguson and Davy Proven taking your calls. We're just hearing from the manager. Let's hear from Lyndon Dykes as well, that penalty. What he must have felt like, Barry, standing up. And, you know, it took a bit of time. The Austrians were Do you mixing know what I like it. about yeah. Lyndon Dykes? He's confident. Mm -hmm. He's confident in his own ability. And I don't mind that. Um, he's got a bit of arrogance about him. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. Um, listen, I've seen better penalties. <laughs> uh, but I'm just happy it hit the back of the net. And fair play to him. Look, he's confident enough to step up, which... It was a pressurised moment. Did Shea Adams want it maybe to take, Davy? Or I mean, he had the ball. As soon as I yeah. saw it, he was there with the ball. Uh, let's hear how he saw the penalty. Obviously, we knew there was VAR. Um, from my angle, I was just kind of behind Shea and it did look like he was grabbing him quite a lot. These days, uh, we don't really need to claim for much because the VAR is there to try and get the decisions. And obviously, went to the VAR and the ref went to the, the screen and decided it was a penalty. That was my first time getting actually something rewarded off of VAR. I think it was right, the right decision and, and it was a good good, uh, good goal. I think the nation, when we saw it, Davey, first thought we want it to be a penalty, yeah. but, but maybe it wouldn't have been. And then you see the replay. I think it's the type that probably wouldn't have been given in a in one of our Premiership games, Paul. I think I think yeah. you see that just about every week yeah. in a penalty boxes throughout Scotland. Yeah, <coughs> good on the referee for you know sticking yeah. by his guns yeah. when it's he watched it. A good yeah. European decision. I think this kind of decision that would be given in Europe, but not necessarily in our league. Barry, is that how you saw it? Yeah, but when I seen it, I only seen the highlights. Sure. Obviously, because you were training last night. Yeah, yeah but when yeah. I seen it. I thought to myself, oh, I'm not too sure, but then you've seen the replay and no, correct decision, it was a penalty. It was a penalty. He then, so up he goes. Lyndon Dyke steps forward and here's how he remembers yeah, it. Yeah, I was aiming for where it went. You know, I was just happy to see it at the back of the net. It wasn't one of my best ones, but at the end of the night, hit the net and it went in and it was 1-0 at the end of the night. I'll take that. <laughs> He'll take that. He's got a sort of quiet assurance, hasn't he, Barry? Uh, yeah, listen, it's, a, it's another good story where he, he came for, like Queen of the South, three years ago. Because up to Livingston um, does really well. Because at Queen of the South, Stephen Dobie was the main man. Mm -hmm. um, well, Livingston yeah. took a chance on him. He had a real good season at Livingston. And he's been down to QPR and he scored goals. Um, so fair play. I mean, he's a real good start to the season this this season. He I think said. he scored three or four goals. Mm -hmm. He's continued that, uh, continued that with another couple of goals mm -hmm. for Scotland. So, look, I like him. Um, I think he's a, a real threat when he's on form. And the two of them together, she had a light them. I mean, it must give you confidence as a striker they're to have someone powerful. else. They're, yeah. they're, look, one thing about them, that they're, they're very good players, but they're real hard workers. Yeah. They That's what are. I like about yeah. them. Everyone gave 100% last night, didn't they? They absolutely yep, did. They did. Craig Gordon, Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney, Grant Hanley, Jack Henry. Jack Henry maybe his best game. You know, in fact, we'll go, we could talk about all the players tonight. Um, yeah, Jack Henry. Would yeah, you, look, yeah, I think everybody's got to get past Marks. Look, people have got to remember Austria um, are a good team. Mm. They've got good players. I know they're going through a difficult period um, just now with results. 
Um, but that was a great one last night, mm. and everybody who entered that park has got pass marked for me. They, they they played their part in the game. Stephen O'Donnell, Callum McGregor, Billy Gilmore, John McGinn, Lyndon Dykes, and Che Adams. Um, I'm just looking at some of the the points. It's always difficult when you do the points, but I did see in one of the papers there only one of the players was given six points, and I thought that was you know I f- thought it was a bit. It was Stephen O'Donnell. They said the amount of work he did. Um, I thought it was a wee bit unfair. It's somebody's opinion, they're allowed to have that, but what do you reckon? Yeah, it's all about yeah. opinions. Look, if Nathan Patterson was available, I think he would have played. But listen, Stephen O'Donnell's missed a few games for, for Muddle, obviously missed the, the games there through COVID-related stuff as well. Um, but I thought he came in and he played his part, no doubt about it. He could have scored that one he's been, been sent through. Um, the goalkeeper, for me, makes a, a very good save. Um, but listen, I thought he played his part last night. David. A bit like yeah. um, Wembley when he could have scored as well, when he yeah. brought out the great save in Jordan Pickford. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's fair to say Stephen O'Donnell has punched above his weight in, mm. a, in a Scotland shirt. I think he's been terrific. He will always have the memory of playing in the Euros as being part of the squad that got mm. Scotland to the Euros for the first time in so many years. Um, I think Nathan Patterson is obviously the future, mm. but I think Stephen O'Donnell can be proud of what he's achieved. And he put Backman into overdrive for that. Oh, hey, hey. Before your time, Backman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> it was a band. Uh, we're trying to get that one what, in. What year was that? It was no, 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 late seventies or mid seventies, maybe. But uh, you'll know this song. You ain't seen nothing yet. It's a great song. We might hear it before the end of the show. We had, as you know, the Proclaimers on last night before the end in Vienna and it worked out. It was one of those. It began to feel. It was a slow burner the last week. It's been tough after the Denmark. I mean, that ninety-two seconds yeah. where. 92 seconds of madness, Davey, which could it could still cost us, but it's back in our hands. Mark Goody was great at giving us, wasn't he, on Monday straight? Here's what can happen. You know, here are the games, because there's a many of the games coming up. And people say, well, yeah. what's the next one? The next one, it's Israel at home in a month's time, a month tomorrow. Um, but we're now second top of the table. You know, we were in third. We could have been fourth. Second top, and it's in our hands. Yeah, and, you know, we, we will beat Moldova. We will beat mm. the Pharaohs. Might even have a chance of taking something in the last game from Denmark, who are already qualified. You know, they they might play a a week inside. But you're right; it, it, it's about beating Israel. I, I, that's certainly not a gimme, Paul, as we know. You know, they. I think the, the two sides are very evenly matched. I think in the young boy Solomon, Mana Solomon, they have a, a real talent. The boy that plays at Shakhtar, uh, two strikers, as I mentioned earlier on always among the goals so got to treat them with complete respect first section flying in here we're back with Davey and Barry next the Go Radio football show download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5 Go Radio football show Chris on the traffic and travel we've got the top team I say that every night and then they always come back and give a stick we've got Barry Ferguson Davey Proven and uh, loads of your calls coming in switchboards lighting up but we want your calls 0808 17 17 700 and we're on the socials as well Barry we're going to speak about all the players uh, yesterday what about the skipper Andy Robertson had a couple of chances he bombed up and down looked immense what did you feel about the captain? Yeah, well, one thing about Andy Robertson is he, he never hides. Um, he always makes himself available. I, I think he was one of the ones that was struggling, Paul, um, before the, the Moldova game. Mm-hmm. Um, played that, that's hence the, the, the fact that he came off yeah. Yeah. Um, 10 or 15 minutes before the, the end of the game. But again, listen, Andy Robertson, for me, he's not played at the same level he does at Liverpool. But there's no doubt about that. But listen, one thing about him, he always gives 100%. And it's great now that he and... Uh, Kieran Tierney there's no debate about it both of them play so well Davey in this yeah. lineup. yeah I mean he's settled on a back three hasn't yeah. he I don't think Steve Clark's going to change that uh, might change the shape a bit further forward but the back three works perfectly and 
you could probably swap them actually. Andy Robertson could probably go into a back three if you wanted to play Tierney further forward. They're so similar, aren't they? Yeah. They, they do that during the game. You yeah, see that? yeah. They, they'll switch because in the same wavelength. Listen, both of them are, are top players. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, and they work really well together. Someone's on the socials here and it's about your nephew. He came on towards the end. He's second cap though, Barry. And he's asking, do you think that he will catch up with you? He's got the same number of caps as your brother, Derek, now. I yeah, I hope. Yeah. I hope he does. Yeah. Um, he gave that foul away towards <laughs> the end. Um, I thought it was a bit harsh on him, to yeah. be honest with you. But listen, it's it's brilliant to see him um, get his second cap and I hope he gets many more. Um, he needs to continue to work hard, but he's mm. certainly got all the attributes to to be a top player. It's great to get that first taste, you know, to get yeah. the Scotland track through and this, actually to put the strip on, I think it's a special moment, isn't it? Yep. Um, I don't think you ever forget the first time you pull it over your head and to get involved and get on the pitch, that's just the start for him. You know, he's got a taste for it now. He'll, he'll really want more. And it's a it's a hard area to get into the team. For me, it's re there's real strong competition for places um, in the middle of the pitch. But yeah. if he continues the sort of form he started off um, this season with Aberdeen, there's no no reason why he can't get many more caps. Let's go. You must be so proud. The whole family. Yeah, it's yeah. a proud moment for mm. the, the Ferguson family. No doubt about it. My, my What's your mum and dad saying? Yeah, my old man yeah. will be. He'll be absolute. He'll be absolute buzzing. Yep. Let's go on the lines. Uh, we've got Declan is on from Rutherglen. Good evening, Declan. Hi guys, how are we? Yeah, good. How are you? Hottest September in a hundred years. Um, but we're hoping it's a sign that we could be on the way to Qatar. I know. Well, cu currently melting in my car now, but, so I'm getting used <laughs> to getting used to the heat. You're melting. But, um, so what about last night? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, you know, I think regardless of the fashion, we got it. We got it done. And Steve Clark's not known for the prettiest style of football, but it's all about winning, especially from, you know, a Scotland point of view where we've been starved of so much success for many years. It's it's just great to see us grinding out results no matter what way we do it. You know, I've seen some people call for his head after we got beat off one of the best sides in Europe, which was strange. Um, but he's he's definitely silenced the critics after last night's result. That was definitely over the top, wasn't it? To call for his head I mean we're in a democracy people can but they were a wee bit carried away yeah, but, but it showed you how disappointed you could see him yeah. biting back a wee bit yeah. um, and I'm sure the players sometimes when you get criticised you take it one or two ways mm. and, and the best way to go and prove people wrong is go and win games of football so maybe it was a good thing yeah but sometimes you need that mm -hmm. um, and look if you, I think if you, you you've been honest with yourself mm. I know the Danes are a, a very good team um, but the first half was nothing like we've, we've We've been before, but we've always been really strong defensively. And after that second goal in, I was worried, let's mm. be honest with you. But fair play to the guys. They got it together in the second half. The performance against Moldova was okay. We got the three points. Last last night was about rolling your sleeves up and making sure you come back for Austria with another three points. And they've set themselves up perfectly to, to make sure they get that second spot. I, I, don't, I don't think Steve Clark has been treated poorly by the, the Scottish media or the, the Tartan Army Paul, I really don't. It goes with the territory. Um, he, should, uh, he should go and try managing one of the old firm clubs if he wants to see real criticism. Mm -hmm. um, I think managing Scotland's a bit of a holiday camp by comparison. And I think some of the criticism, and I, I certainly wasn't calling for his head after the, the Denmark game, all I did was question the wisdom of the SFA extending his contract before we, and we still don't know how this section is going to pan out I think it was the timing was ridiculous I hope in the fullness of time 
that Ian Maxwell can say I was right I told you I was right um, and that'll be the time for Ian Maxwell to have a go at his critics but listen criticism it goes with the yeah. territory that's interesting you say that if you were managing Celtic or Rangers it would be on another scale yeah, from abs- managing Scotland absolutely yeah? I mean the, the, it, the pressure of managing the old firm I mm. think never done it obviously but I can only imagine that the, the Scotland job is a, a hell of a lot easier Declan can you agree with Davey on that yeah I think Davey's spot on obviously you know managing Scotland especially from Steve Clark's point of view coming in the now I think he would have relished the opportunity it's almost like a nothing to lose we, had, we hadn't really done anything significant from in my lifetime anyway and you know he's already well exceeded expectations getting us to the Euros and we look like we're on track now to qualify for you know the World Cup but I, you know I don't want to get too carried away because <laughs> it'd be typical Scotland to have it in our hands and then blow it but I'm definitely feeling positive about about the national team and it's and it's great for a change because he's he's definitely restored some pride and even on socials and stuff and in general life you see a lot of people coming together now and he could be happy about the national team. Here he is speaking about his team. Can't put a points target on it. I told you that. I said that. I've said it all along. We wanted to get as many points as we could. We got six. I think that's a decent return for the week. We went to Denmark. Covid disruption, injury disruption. We went two goals down early in the game. We dug in. We found a way to get back into that game, which I thought was. Great character for the players. Obviously, we lost the game. We got criticised. I couldn't say too much after the game. Israel went there tonight and got beat five. We're a good team. I'll repeat, we're a good team. We've got a great squad of players and we, everybody involved with the group wants to do well for their country. Oh, he's out fighting. I repeat, we're a good team. Barry, take that. Yeah, I, I know. He's, he won't say it in public. He'll not look at the points, but he'll look at the next three games. Mm. That's got to be nine points for me. Israel at home, Pharaoh and, uh, the Pharaohs in Moldova away. Um, you've got to be looking at getting nine, nine points out of that. If you were the well, manager, you, you of Scotland, say, are you yep. saying the Pharaohs is a gimme after your experience? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, that was one of my worst. When you gave the halftime oh, team talk with, with one Paul Lambert, one, wasn't it? Yeah, one of my worst forty-five minutes in football. Tell no, Declan, everyone, remind us just what happened. Nothing yeah. down, and, and do you know what? We were lucky to come in two 0 well, down. See if it was three or four, we couldn't argue against it. And before everyone was in the taxi drivers and all the yep, rest and, and, of Pharaohs, yeah. Yeah, but now Pharaohs have improved for sure. then. Yep. Um, a lot more of them are, are uh, full-time professionals. Look, you, you've seen the Danes go there. Yeah. Um, done a night. And I think they only won 1-0. And they were down to yeah. 10 men, yeah. the Pharaohs. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be a walkover, but I fully expect us to get nine points out of the three games. Did you go for your head at halftime? Yeah. You and Paul yeah. Lambert, yeah. <laughs> Yep, and TB, Tommy Burns. Oh, indeed. So yeah. what, So where was Bertie Volks, who was the manager at the time? Was he tied somewhere? He was just standing at the back in shock. He was hiding, yeah. yeah. Bertie Volks. Yeah, yeah. He was in the yeah, toilet. Yeah. That Declan, could only happen in a Scotland uh, dressing Absolutely. Room, Declan, sounds as though that's before your time, but it, just, it wasn't that long ago, was it? Um, but the manager's coming out. I mean, I like that wee dig he's got there as well. I don't mean dig at people, but just he's coming out fighting. And I'm thinking, Davey, I mean, if he had been more cautious last night, there could have been a draw. You know, it could be one of those ones. Yeah. It would have kept us in it just now. But we've now won two games back-to-back in 90 minutes. I, I think what he realises now, it's actually easier to defend when you have two strikers up the pitch. Yep. Because defenders, I've got two targets to hit. Both can take the ball in. Um, against Denmark... Defenders under pressure, launching it, only one man up front, everything coming straight back at that back three. Yep. And see, the two of them, two of them have got some work ethic as well. They work really hard. They're real team players, both Lyndon Dykes and, and Shea Adams. 
Declan was a good watch last night, wasn't it? Um, and the subs that came on, Ryan Christie did well. You're because uh, you're a Celtic fan as well, I think, Declan. Um, mm-hmm. And what do you feel about him going to Bournemouth? And I'm taken by the fact that this weekend he's playing against. You know, he played Rangers Celtic the other week, fifty thousand. He played Moldova, forty thousand. He's played like, last night against Austria. It's now Barnsley, Bournemouth, Barnsley. What do you make of his move? Yeah, well, I think you speak well there. That, that's one thing we'll miss about him. You know, he can be quite consistent. And I think, you know, under Postacoglu's system, he would have been a pivotal part, uh, like, in any success that, that we would have got. Because the one thing you can't say, you can't knock Christie for, he, he always gives you that effort. He always he, He's intense, you know, he always presses down the very last ball. And, and I think that's something that we'll, we'll miss, especially in the midfield. I feel like, you know, we're maybe lacking a wee bit of, of legs in the midfield. We've got Callum McGregor, if anything happens to him, you know, you're in trouble. Rogic and Turnbull, I think, great players, but have they got the legs and consistency to do it week in, week out? Um, I, I, so I, I'm disappointed to see him go. I, I'm also, um, you know, disappointed in him, to be honest. I know that, obviously, the, the financial gain from going down south will benefit him greatly, obviously, but I just thought, you know, you can down to play in front of 10k fans instead of 60,000 at Celtic Park and you've got European football to Christmas and if you finish third in the group, you've got, you know, European football to end February, early March. So, um, mm. I know that he was in the predicament of do I stay or do I go because his contract ended in January, but I thought there, there could have been, you know, a slight bit of... Persuasion, maybe. Yeah, I think you thought he might stay because of Postacoglu and the way they're playing. Davey, you yeah. commented on it last yeah, week. I, I, yeah, I, I got a message um, after the comments I made on the programme last week, where I said it was um, it demonstrated a lack of ambition from Ryan Christie, and his dad Charlie, who I played with at Celtic, teammate of mine, um, and a smashing guy, uh, messaged me this week, very unhappy that I'd suggested Ryan was uh, his ambition was was in question. And basically, he was just trying to point out that he sees Bournemouth as a chance, a stepping stone and a chance to kick on. Obviously, he sees himself in the English Premier League at some stage. I just think he could have got a better club. Um, and I think, I think he's, to put it simply, I think he's, he's a better player than, than Bournemouth. I think he can get a much better club than Bournemouth. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm surprised that he chose Bournemouth. For me, I think Ryan Christie can easily play in the Premier League down in England. Mm. Now, he'll have his own reasons for choosing to go to Bournemouth. You've got to respect that. But for me, Ryan Christie could play in the Premier League. Mm. There's no doubt about it. And if he'd stayed for even till the end of the season, he'd be playing against Real Betis next week in the Europa League in Seville. Yeah, but we know financially... He's going to sure. benefit. There's, there's no doubt about you it. You double your wages, Barry. What is it? Yeah, roughly? Get a much higher yeah. contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, look, that's yeah. Ryan Christie's choice. Yeah. I, I'm just going and what I think him as a football player on the pitch. Sure. I, I'm I just think... amazed, Barry, that a Newcastle, a Villa, a mm. Leeds, Southampton. Yep, I'm the same. Because he could do. I think a Burnley came in for him. Mm-hmm. That's right. Burnley came in at the last minute yeah, as well. You're right. True. But not a fashionable club. And I mean, you know, Sean Dyke mm-hmm. has done brilliant. A bit long ball. They're a little yeah. bit long ball. Yeah. yeah, Burnley, that might have been in Ryan Christie's thinking yeah. there. They, mm-hmm. they, Probably. They, they do try and hit the strikers early. Be interesting to see yeah. what Ryan Christie, when he does sure. an interview, Yeah, yeah. what yeah. his reasons were. Mm-hmm. I'm just going on what I see yeah. and what I see on a football pitch for me. He certainly um, can play at a higher level. 
Declan, you're looking forward to the season in general. We'll come back to Scotland in a minute. But for Celtic, uh, was it a chance lost for you at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago? I mean, it's always disappointing losing against your, your closest rivals. But I think it's still early days. I actually think, in my opinion, that Postacoglu steering us into the Europe, Europa League group stages was a massive achievement anyway with the squad and the amount of time that he had. Um, I think he's transformed us in a, obviously a short space of time, a couple of months. So I'm definitely pos- remaining positive and I'm interested to see what he can do given longer time. And, you know, I think it's it's been well documented that he'll dip into the Japanese market again probably in January, add a bit of depth. And I think, you know, you've got to be positive as a Celtic fan and I'm, I'm looking forward to this season because I do think it'll be a lot closer. If, if we manage to keep it, you know, kind of tight or we're, we're in and around it, you know, around January and he can add more depth in because I do think we're a bit light. If we can get that depth and keep kind of injury free, I do think um, we stand a good chance. Barry, I know you agree it's going to be game on this year. It's going to be much closer. I think it's going yeah. to be nip and tuck. I think it's going to go right down to the final weeks of the season. I don't think any any team's going to run away with it, Paul. Davey? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think Postacoglu has done brilliantly to get the supporters on side, which I think was absolutely crucial. Uh, I think he's spoken very wisely, a lot of humility and intelligence about the guy. And I think the supporters are with him. He needs time. Um, and if he gets the time, he looks as if he can do a really good job for Celtic. Declan, thanks for calling. What's your prediction for the match with the Israel on the 9th of October? Are we going to do it? I think we will. Yeah. Uh, I think we will. It's hard to put a score because I feel like when we win games, it's by a 1-0 or a one-goal margin. Um, but yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to go 2-1. 2-1 you reckon well you see near beaten back in action that night for Israel probably you haven't seen but it for something yep. two big players missing yep. Grant Hanley and, and I never yeah, yeah. David just course, mentioned earlier Adams, yeah. Adams they're two big players should never have been a booking that one yeah Grant Hanley remarkable the way it's turned around mm-hmm. Declan thanks for calling go the Go Radio football show download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5 Barry's ears they've pricked up there when you said Edmondson Drive you've been there a few times in your career Barry yeah <laughs> many triumphs there for you yeah. yeah a few a few many triumphs and a few Toledo's as well but that's an old one <laughs> Go Radio Football on, Show You're on fire yeah, yes. <laughs> Better than Monday After our uh, day out on Sunday David Just as well You were up in the Highlands uh, We were in the, so the Lowlands yeah. of Bothwell Yep So yeah, A bit good, tender good day out. Yep. Boys were a bit tender oh, yep. a, big marathon, mar- a marathon oh, yeah. I hear. A few hours Yeah Of uh, <laughs> programme planning Wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> 0808 17 17 700 we've got Barry Ferguson Davy Proven Paul Cooney loads of your calls coming in sadly this afternoon Glasgow City out of the Champions League beaten 2-1 at Broadwood by Servette of Switzerland 3-2 in aggregate and there was 350 grand there available if they'd gone through Glasgow City who've dominated now in Scottish women's football the new season's underway Rangers and Celtic are the other hot favourites and uh, our own Leanne Crichton now at Motherwell. Tough start for them, but she'll be with us tomorrow night along with Stephen Cregan here in the studio. Both two of the best punters, uh, as in you know, radio punters and TV in the business. She knows her stuff, doesn't she, Leanne? Yeah, she does. Um, and listen, she's up for a scrap as well. Yeah. Yep. She, she battles, doesn't agree she? with you, yep. Yep. She'll, she'll see her piece. 
She does indeed. And Stephen Cragen, of course, busy time for him with all the internationals. Yeah. Uh, tough time for the Republic of Ireland, of course, but they got a, a goal last night, Stephen Kenny, yeah, under huge one. pressure, but still no no win in, what, 13 games? Yeah, I mean, I, I, did, I wonder if he'll survive for much longer, Paul. I mean, uh, if you look at the reception and the atmosphere now in the Aviva when they play, it's just not what it should be. And you wonder about the wisdom of announcing that Stephen Kenny will take over from Mick McCarthy yeah. midway through the, the campaign. I mean, what was Mick McCarthy to think of that? What does he think of it now? It was a bungle, wasn't it? And they were so sure-footed for so long. You know, going back to the Jack Charlton days and then, you know, later on with Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane, but now in Ireland, uh, not so good there. Um, for Wales, what a result the other night and a hat-trick for Gareth Bale. And tonight, England in action. And we mention that, of course, because it's two of the greatest strikers in the world, Lewandowski of Poland up against Harry Kane of England. Yeah, two... Um, top strikers mm. uh, are you going to ask me who I'm going to who yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with Lewandowski for the simple fact is he's won trophies yep yep Bo both of them are, are top class but um, if I, I'll go for one I'll go mm. for Lewandowski, Lewandowski. Yeah. yep Davey I th yeah I think he just mm. edges it um, yeah if you look at his numbers they're just absolutely colossal it'll be interesting to see what Harry Kane would you know would do if he, if he does get his move if he does go to a top club. Mm. I'm still not convinced he'll see you the season at Spurs. I'd love to see him mm. on a bigger platform, Real Madrid or Man City or PSG. I think he's a top, top striker. Because he's challenging Alan Shearer. He could for goals, but he could be one of these players that has, wins nothing with the club, which would yeah, be... It'd be a shame because he's a, he's a yeah. top player. Um, and again, he's a great story. He went out alone um, three or four times. Yeah, I think he started started off at Leighton Orient and then he was at um, Leicester as well when Leicester were in the lower leagues. So he went out and done um, his apprenticeship, made sure he, he got the experience and what a top striker he's turned out to be. Did you play against him? Yeah, I played yeah, against him did. when he was at Leicester. How was he at that point? Yeah, you could see Aye. you could see he had real, real quality. Um, but the, the reason why Tottenham wanted him out was to get that experience and, um, and he gained that. Last night, Billy Gilmer did well for Scotland. Maybe not as influential as he has been, uh, but still a good performance, you reckon, by the, the Norwich and yeah, the Chelsea player? Look, uh, there's a lot of expectation on yeah. his young shoulders now. Um, look, he's a fantastic young footballer. I, I just really enjoy watching him. He wants the ball at every opportunity. He'll take it in tight areas. Um, and I just think in the years to come, he'll be a top, top midfield. He's already a top midfielder in my eyes. Davey, you love his energy. Yeah, I, I, I just think we have two top midfielders in Callum McGregor and Billy Gilmer. Mm -hmm. um, Billy Gilmer's going to be a star, we know that. Um, but I, I think it's so good for him to have Callum McGregor in there beside him in the engine room. Uh, the two top, top players. McGregor, for me, one of the most underrated players in that Scotland squad. You very rarely see his, his name in a match report. But see, when you look at the the heavy lifting he does during the game, colossal. Cam Head as well, yeah. isn't he? It's and a good yeah. three, that, in the middle yeah. of the part. Mm -hmm. McGregor, uh, Billy Gilmer and, and John McGinn. I like John McGinn when he's yeah. let off a leash and he can go and he can get in people's faces and get beyond the, the strikers. Um, and it's a strong area, as I said, strong mm. area of the pitch for Scotland. That There's no mistaking John McGinn, is there? The way, you know, the shoulders go down and he's just, he's right in there, isn't he? Yeah, and he for likes, everything. likes yeah. getting his backside yeah. really strong mm. and he's, he's come on leaps and bounds since he's went down to England. Callum McGregor, do you reckon the fact that he's captain at Celtic it has rejuvenated him? And he, he never misses a game, does he, for Scotland? Yeah. Uh, you know, unless he is rested or Celtic. And people felt, oh, maybe not. Uh, he was off the ball a little bit off the boil last season. I think he was. But he, but he had a decent Euros, didn't he? And he's come back well. Well, Leicester came in yeah. from last season, 
uh, wanted to sign him. Um, Why didn't he go? I think Dermot Desmond put the block on it and said to Brendan Rodgers, you can't have him. Um, so Callum, to be fair, got his head straight. You know, we've been talking about young Lewis at Aberdeen having to get his head right again. Mm. You know, when, when a, a club comes in for you and there's a good chance or opportunity and you don't get it, you've got to get your head right. And to be fair to Callum McGregor, you know, he, he's got himself bang on song again. Um, I think Postacoglu has invigorated him as well. Mm. One or two new mm. signings. Um, and we're seeing the very best of him again. Is yeah. it hard? When, sorry, Barry. I, I yeah. think he's taken to the captaincy yeah. really well um, as well. I, I think it's an extra responsibility and sometimes it's too much for people. But I think Callum's took it, took took over for Scott Brown really well. Um, he's been a real driving force for Celtic this season. He, he did hit a slight dip in form, but good players always get, get back and he certainly has get back to his best. I've often wondered, Barry, and I can... I can ask you, I'm sitting next to you here, but you're you're the Rangers captain, or say you're an old firm captain, and you have a poor game yourself. Mm-hmm. How 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 can you bark out, you know, and tell people and kick people's backsides and give them a bollocking if you're not if you're having a poor game yourself? Yeah, how many times? But it must be awkward. It is awkward, but listen, I think the guys respect that you're trying to no make them have a yeah. bad game. You're trying to fire them up and and motivate them. That's one thing you've got to be realise in the game that you're not having a good game yourself but you've also got to realise that you've got to fire up people around about you and make sure people are, are motivated How much did it change your life as as, as captain in it terms of your, your get, routine? Listen there's a lot of weight on your shoulders there's, there's no doubt about it you carry it 24-7 and Callum will, will, will realise that over the, the next few months um, but uh, listen it's that's what you dream of as a young young kid um, growing up and if you're captaining one of the, the old firm there's no better feeling than that and captaining Rangers for you your boyhood team and Scotland so dream come true both of them yep listen I've done what hundreds of thousands of people would have loved mm-hmm. to have done um, millions through a lot of hard work as well Look, through tough times as well as, mm-hmm. as Davey mentioned you go through bad spells the captain generally gets it a wee bit if the team are not doing well the, the blame sometimes gets laid at the the captain's um, feet but you've got to take it on board you've got to go you've got to take the good with the bad at times and Davey what would you say to people listening uh, what's it like going to a World Cup I know we touched, touched on it at the start uh, and I remember I was there with the media but to go as part of the squad what's it like going to a World Cup it's, it's terrific um, you know at that time we, we had players like Kenny Douglas Graham Souness Alan Hansen you know you're, you're mixing with the, the boys who are the, the top kiddies in England Joe Jordan uh, yeah Joe, I mean Joe Jordan was a hero I was behind the goal in 1973 when he scored against Czechoslovakia yeah. and you know four years later I'm walking out the tunnel with him and you're having to pinch yourself there's Joe Jordan walking out the tunnel yeah. with me you know and he's absolute heroes and to actually go to a World Cup and train with them and live with them and watch them a real a real experience but he is aggressive as you look big Joe Aye. yeah I mean very very quiet off the pitch mm-hmm. Um, but on the pitch, an absolute warrior. Yeah. I mean, every every striker is a hard case. Yeah. I mean, there's no question. You can't play in that position unless yeah. you're a hard case. Mm-hmm. People look at Ali McCoy and say, "Oh, there's Jovial Ali." Yeah. Ali McCoy's a hard case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't play with your back to go unless you're a tough guy. Of course. Alan Shearer's yeah. cut from the same cloth, and and Jordan was in terms of aggression and having the bottle to go up against real, real tough centre backs. And the game was brutal at that time, yeah. uh, Barry. Yeah. Centre-backs could just come right through you, yeah. not even get a word from the referee. Big Joe was up there with the best. 
Great to hear the chat, isn't it, from a World Cup? Yeah, I would have been brilliant. Yeah. I have been to a World Cup. Yeah. I went at the one in Germany. Did you? Watched yeah. by Goz in uh, of course. Uh, Australia. Yep, he I talked went, about it last night. Yep, I went yep. to Munich to watch him. Mm-hmm. Um, we went there for four days. Uh, can't remember much, if I'm being honest. <laughs> he can't remember he was playing. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it yeah. was brilliant. Just to sample it and yep. be amongst the, the, the fans. Mm. It was a brilliant occasion. Did you see the story yesterday with loads in the social media about it? Andy Murray said, do you know when I won Wimbledon for the first time? I wasn't able to enjoy it. I was exhausted after the match. And people were saying, what suit are you wearing at night? Saying, what brand? Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I wanted to enjoy it. So I really enjoyed it three years later in 2016. Davey, Barry, can you remember a time when you won the cup or a title and you couldn't I, enjoy I, it? I get that. Yeah. I, I get that. I, I, my first cup final was an old firm cup final, uh, followed by the riots full time. Oh, don't know if you remember Got that. Yep. But the tension in the game was horrible. And to win the game was just relief. And we won it four years later, beating Dundee United. And I remember grabbing Frank McGarvey at full time. And I said, we're both 29, 30 at the time. Mm. And I said, let's enjoy this. This could be a last. And I did enjoy it. Yep. And I really enjoyed going round the, the ground with the cup. Previously, the Rangers game, it was just a case of, thank God we've won the game. Of just for a least. There was, yep. there was no joy. But this time I could you go did. and enjoy it. I can relate to that. You were a yeah. goal down to Dundee United. We yeah. were doing yeah. the match and you were a goal down and the goal he scored, you've seen it on mm. social media, was terrific. It was 1-1 in front McGarvey. It was, it was his last act yeah. for Celtic. I'm it? a big believer you've got to enjoy winning uh-huh. winning stuff. Look, it's after the game, you put so much energy mm. into the game. Sometimes you, you hit that wee bit of lull, Davey. I'll tell you an hour, an hour mm. and a half after the game. But as the night went on and the music was, was blaring, yep. you, you get right into it. And listen... I'm not scared to say I, I enjoyed it for two or three days yeah. that that was the, the big thing about the group of players that I played with late 90s early 2000s um, we knew how to enjoy it oh, Oz told us about the Shandy bus yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shandy bus <laughs> well, yeah. he needs yeah, to keep quiet in good form yeah <laughs> um, was there ever an occasion then when you won something with Rangers and you didn't enjoy it no no, no. I was always told to, always yep. told to go and enjoy it even if you were tired listen made sure as I said as the night went on um, just lucky enough to win a lot of trophies mm-hmm. and always look back fondly at the, the medals that I've won 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 we're at half time already can you believe it? it's been a quick first uh, hour of the programme and in the second hour more of your calls we'll also look forward to the games at the weekend Rangers in action at St Johnson uh, 12.30 at the weekend and Celtic up against Ross County it's Saturday afternoon we're on from midday until five and then Sunday we've got Hearts against Hibs but uh, listen on Saturday Motherwell Aberdeen St Mirren Dundee United and Dundee against Livingston as well as the other games we mentioned Go Radio Football Show the news is next and then more of your calls and more from Steve Clark after last night's victory are we on the way to Qatar? The Go Radio Football Show download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five listen we can't afford them two nights running they'll be here tomorrow night <laughs> Barry Ferguson I'll go, I'll go Leanne uh, yeah. David can go Craggs. Craggs. yeah Stephen will be with us tomorrow night along with Leanne tonight former Scotland captain Barry Ferguson former Scotland star Davy Proven loads of your calls coming in where were you last night at 8.21 that's when Lyndon Dyke stepped up Shea Adams won the penalty went to VAR do we want VAR in Scotland well we did last night we got the decision and he stepped up and he took the penalty and he was speaking about it yeah, I was aiming for where it went you know I was just happy to see it at the back of the net it wasn't one of my best ones, but at the end of the night, hit the net and it went in and it was 1-0 at the end of the night. I'll take that. How was the heart, Davy, at that point? I thought he'd missed it. It was such a yeah. poor pen. Um, the goalkeeper, he must be... 
he must have had a gun in his mouth after the game because it's one he should save, isn't it? Backman should have got it last night. He didn't. Here was the penalty decision. What did uh, the striker think of it? Obviously, we knew there was VAR. Um, from my angle, I was just kind of behind Shea and it did look like he was grabbing him quite a lot. These days, uh, we don't really need to claim for much because the VAR is there to try and get the decisions. And obviously, went to the VAR and the ref went to the, the screen and decided it was a penalty. That was my first time getting actually something rewarded off of VAR. I think it was right, the right decision and, and it was a good good, uh, good goal. He's back on fire, isn't he? At QPR and with Scotland. Yeah, he's a good uh, start to the season mm. in the Championship with QPR. Fired in a few goals and that's two goals in two games for, for Scotland. Um, it wasn't his best look, he's, he's open and honest there, it wasn't his best penalty, but the main thing is Paul it hits the back of the net and, and gets us the three points, which we, we desperately needed. Were you off the sofa, Davey? Yeah, yeah I was, yeah. 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 But I, I thought for a moment the goalkeeper had saved yeah, it, I don't know why, um, but I, I thought, oh, he saved that. And it was just great to see it behind the goalkeeper. Um, well, we're due a break, aren't we? we certainly we are. We're due a break. Yep. The striker himself says we are getting better. I think we've always, each camp got stronger and stronger and another another game tonight it was it was tough it was long and we held out to the to the to the end of the game and we won so it showed the togetherness that, that we've got and that's something that we need to build on as well yep we need to build on it here's the manager's thoughts after the match yeah good performance difficult place to come we said it was a pivotal week in the group and we've come out with six points so satisfactory some people want to label as long ball but we got it down we passed the ball we're not a long ball team we can do both we have to go long we can play we can win the second ball if we have to get it down and play we can pass it as well created a lot of chances in the game could maybe have got one or two more and obviously at times when you have to defend on the, you're under a little bit of pressure away from home we showed great character to defend the box well and what's it going to be like the match against Israel? It means that the next game's another cup final. Tonight was a cup final, we needed three points. We got three points. We've got Israel at home, we want three points. And that's what we'll play for. Three points. That's what we want. Liam's on the line. Liam, good evening. Good evening, guys. How's it going? Yeah, it seems strange saying good evening. It's still boiling, isn't it? It's still about 27 <laughs> yeah. degrees. Yeah. Where are you, Liam? I'm in Dundee. In Dundee. Yeah, is it sunny? I was there at the weekend. Yeah, up there at the V&A. So, uh, in Dundee. And past the football grounds, of course, no football at the weekend. A great footballing city. But Liam, last night was all about Scotland. What were you thinking? How did you feel? Uh, I think after the first two games, I wasn't sure. Um, normally with Scotland, you don't know what you're, you're going to get. Um, but I thought last night, I was, I, was a, I was a big performance. I think it was a, it was a big three points. We needed that. Uh, and it sets up nicely for next month. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you heard the team news? I thought, uh, to be honest, I think that's not far off his strongest element, to be honest. Um, maybe Henry is the one you can maybe look at, you can maybe chop and change. Um, but other than that, I thought that was, that was probably Scotland's strongest loving that we've got. It was strong last night, wasn't it? Yeah, I agree with Liam. I think it's two players that would, would get into the, the mm-hmm. team would be Nathan Patterson instead of Stephen O'Donnell. Um, and McTominay would come into the back three and play in front of, of Jack Henry um, but to be fair to Jack Henry I think the last couple of games he's, he's shown um, that he's he's got the qualities to play with with Scotland and Stephen O'Donnell he knows now he's got young Nathan Patterson breathing down his neck so he needs to make sure he performs really well to make sure he gets in that starting 11 Is that confidence there now for Jack Henry that he's got his move you know that, that people believe in him and it's improving yeah he had a tough time yeah. there's no doubt he had a tough time and uh, look, one thing I liked about Jack Henry is he chose to go to a different mm. country and get game time and he went and done that in Belgium and look what it's done for him he's got a move to a top club there um, and if he goes and he has a right good season there there's no reason why that he can't move on again 
Davey, we can go in a mazy run about the Celtic situation, mm-hmm. how they, they let him go, really. Yeah, I mean, it's the biggest belief that, 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 you know, they, Ostend can sell him for, what, three, four million pounds profit uh, after one season. Uh, and that was just somebody being careless at Celtic Park in terms of doing the deal. Not convinced he would have come back to Glasgow anyway. He seems to be a boy that wants to go and prove himself in, in Europe. But he's a terrific player and he, he's, he's so quick. And if you add the pace of Tierney in the back three, Hanley's not particularly quick, but he gets great cover from the two boys either side. Well, the manager called him his rock, said Hanley was the rock. We know he's out of the game with Israel. Uh, Liam, what did you think of the manager's comments afterwards? Uh, real emotion. Here's a, a wee bit of it. Listen, some people in the country don't really believe in this group of players, but I do. I love my players. Trust them everywhere we go. We know we're a good team. We know we're a good group. We're trying to grow together. And we're looking forward to getting a full house at Hamden for the next game. And the Tartan Army will get right behind us. Liam, what would you say to that? Do you not think most people in Scotland... They do love these players. They do support. They trust in these players. I think, obviously, with the Euros and that, everybody was everybody was buzzing. The whole Scotland was buzzing for the team. Um, and obviously, going after the Denmark game, there wasn't a lot of positives to take out of the game. I think Steve, he, he overcomplicated it for me. I think putting Robertson on that right-hand side, for me, he's, a, he's one of your best players. Play him in his best position. You don't see any other international teams. They don't move their best players. They always play in their best position. I think for a lot of people like that, it was annoying. It was a hard, it was hard to watch. I think we were probably lucky in the first half. It was only two. Um, again, going with one up front, one off the front. For me, I think we're solid. It's got to be, especially in that system, the five at the back, three at the back, whatever way you look at, I think you've got to have two two strikers up there. Yeah, he's got his system now, hasn't he, Barry? Surely. Yeah, he's not going yeah. to change for the, the, the back three. I think you, you've got to try and fit your two best players in, in the team, and that's Kieran Tierney and Andy Roberts. I know Billy Gilmer's one of them. He's mm-hmm. just coming through, but... He's found a, a formation that that suits uh, the players. I think the players look comfy in it as well, but it's just going sometimes that one up front. I like the two up front. That was proven last night. Um, and you've got two holding midfielders, two guys are going to anchor in there, and Callum McGregor and Billy Gilmer, who are brilliant footballers. That then allows, that gives the licence to a John McGinn to go up and, and support Lyndon Dykes and, and Shea Adams. But when they lose the ball, Shea Adams and Dykes... Mm. They do the dirty work. Quite a shift. Well. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they put they put a brilliant shift in both of them. Davey, the effort last night everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And um, nobody more so than John McGinn. Um, yeah. Don't know where he gets the energy from. You know, he, he's up alongside the strikers. He's beyond them. But the minute Scotland lose it, he's back goal side. Barry's talking about the dirty work and so much of the, the work that John McGinn does is unseen. But... It won't go unnoticed by his teammates or his manager. That's a snip. Aston Villa getting him for three and a half million <laughs> two years or what is that, two and a half years ago? Three mm-hmm. years ago? Three, yeah. What a snap. You trying what, to wind what? up Davy Proven? No, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> uh, do you know what? I always thought he was a good player, John McGinn, yeah. when he was at Hibs. I always liked him. But I tell you, when he went down to Aston Villa in the Championship, had a right good season, I think the last um, year or so in the Premier League. When I watch Aston Villa, he stands out. Don't just know Jack Grealish is away. Everybody would talk about Jack Grealish, mm. but John McGinn stood out in the Aston Villa games. For sure. We sell players too cheaply in Scotland, don't we, Davey? I'm sure Liam will agree as well. They just don't rate us enough. No, no. And it, it, it's a big problem. That's why everyone's putting in the sell on clauses. Mm. Um, because when John McGinn goes, and, you know, it won't be 25 million, it'll be 40, 50 million for John McGinn. I Where think can he go? Thing, I think we well, certainly got a top six club in England. I mean, there was early talk about Manchester United. I, I, I don't think he... I think he could do a job. Um, I mean, John McGinn, let's be honest, is not, he's not particularly easy on the eye, but he's absolutely priceless in terms of what, what he does and how well he does it. 
No, his mother would say, you know. I just, no, I know no, you mean the style. I'm just talking about, you know, his 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 running style. Course, yeah. His um, unorthodox. He's he's not Jim Baxter on the ball, is he? Yeah. Or Tommy Burns? Mm. He doesn't have that elegance. But yeah. what a shift he does. He certainly nice. does. Yeah, some engine, isn't he? Brilliant engine. Proud day for the family as well with his brother Paul coming on. Yeah, we yeah. talked about the Fergusons. A, a late call yep. up. Um, and I'm sure they would have, the mum and dad would have been uh, so yep. proud and the family would have been proud in, in the house watching both of their, yep. their sons play. And the grandfather Jack as well who was uh, chairman at, at Celtic. Liam, what are you thinking for Israel? I know it's still four weeks away, four weeks and three days. I think we'll get the countdown on. Um, how are you feeling about the game? Well, I think after last night, you've, you've got to be confident. I was saying, oh, four weeks, it's a long time of football injuries, anything could happen. But with, with what we've seen last night, I think if Scotland put it out, I'll say the handling crowd behind that, there's no reason why we shouldn't be getting the three points. And I think if, if we get the three points, you're looking at the Pharaohs and uh, Moldova. I think the games kind of take care of themselves. So I'll say the Israel game, that's, that's the big one. We need, to get, we need to get three points in there. How did you feel this morning when you woke up then? Buzzing, absolutely <laughs> buzzing. I was a week, a week to one thing was after the Denmark game, I think everybody's obviously, I think that's why the Scotland fans are obviously disappointed, kind of getting on Steve's back a little bit. But you put that, you put that right last night and got the, got the result that we needed over there. Yeah, and sometimes criticism, we said earlier on, it's a good thing. Nobody likes to be criticised, but it makes you think, right, you know, let's go and do it. And we might have been more cautious if there hadn't been as much criticism. But listen, hey, we'll never know. The only thing it, that matters part, is we it's won. It's part and parcel of the game. You, you get criticised when you don't perform, you don't get a right, um, the right result, mm -hmm. Paul. It's how you respond to criticism. And the best way to respond is go and put a performance on and, and win a game of football. Liam, what's your own club team as well? Uh, it's Dundee United. Dundee United, right. So, United uh, this weekend, you're looking forward to the match at home to Livingston and, you know, you'd be the favourites to take the points. Uh, as, as Dundee, it's home I'm sorry, it's Dundee, Dundee, I beg your pardon. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, we're we're sitting the way. Yeah, difficult game. I think every I think every away game in the, in the Premiership this season is going to be hard. So, uh, But no, there's no reason why we shouldn't be going there and looking to get the three points. And yeah. so, you'll struggle for goals, Liam, with Shankland been away. I think, obviously, with Mark, Mark McNaughty coming in, I think that was a good sign. That's something I, I wanted to see back. I, I thought he was very good last season. Um, but I, I think I said it last week to these guys, if, if Mark McNaughty or Nick, one of the 90 one of the two of them get um, injured, I think, I think we're maybe going to show. I, 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 would, I would like to see one more striker come in during the window. Um, I, I know we brought the, the finish winger in. I've not, not seen him yet, obviously, but I would have liked to see another striker coming in. Davies and Mirren Dundee United, both teams would hope yeah. to be top six. Yeah, and I think major result for Jim Goodwin that he didn't lose Jamie McGrath, yeah. you know, who was terrific um, against Portugal. Proved he could play at the top level and I think Jim Goodwin expected to lose him. I think it was Hibs who were going to take McGrath. Yep. Uh, he's such an important player for, for Jim Goodwin. Jim Goodwin will be delighted the transfer window shut and he's still a, a Saints. And you probably, yeah, you probably couldn't believe it a few weeks ago when you took the scalp of the champions because uh, we didn't see that last season but uh, what a start to the season that was for you. Yeah, it was very good. I was, I, d I didn't expect that. Obviously, I watched the first game against Aberdeen. Um, very passive in the game. I thought we were really poor. Um, but then he totally changed. He changed the system against Rangers. You kind of got after Rangers from the start. Pressed high. Kind of got after them. Um, didn't leave much space between the lines. And I was, I was my daughter's birthday as well. So it was a, it was a very good day. <laughs> Big day. From what you remember, Hearts Hibs on Sunday and the Dundee Derby can't be far away. Uh, it's been a long time since you've uh, met Dundee then in the Premiership. 
yeah, nah, there's every, everybody up here is buzzing already. Um, yeah. It'll be a nervous day. <laughs> you kind of, as one of the ones you're, you're excited for the game, and then when the game's on, you can't just you can't wait for it just to finish and get the get the three points. Hopefully, who's of the two? Who's the biggest club? <laughs> uh, you, you know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there there are a lot of people who still see Dundee as the as the biggest club up there, and you know I I think obviously during the Jim McLean era, I think that perception changed big time. Um, but listen, either way, it's just great to see the derby back in the cardigan. It's brilliant, isn't it? Those yeah. two big football grounds there, Barry. You've played in both of them many times, and it's uh, we you want to see them in the same league. Yeah, you want to see them in the same league. Great derby game. Always tough places. Um, going up to Tanadice. Mm -hmm. David thought that slope used to crack me up at times. Yeah, I used to enjoy <laughs> hitting down the way towards the tunnel. Um, but always got a tough game at both of them. Liam, um, he was complaining about it last week, about the the slope there at Tanadice. Are you aware of it? Yeah, I've actually played on Tanadice a few times. Um, huh? the slopes, I think the slope actually at Dens is worse. I played on Dens as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an advantage. I think for the second half shooting down the brace shooting towards Eddie Thompson I think United like to do that Yeah, it's not as bad as Motherwell <laughs> no indeed <laughs> but Dundee overall would you I, listen I don't know how many in Dundee are listening would, would you want Dundee to stay up and keep them in the same league yeah I'm not, I'm not one of those supporters I wish, wish I were my rivals of that so for the size of Dundee to have yeah. two teams it's, it's mm. pretty incredible um, so having both teams in the top fight is, is good for the city. It's, it's good for mm. our, it's good for the local businesses as well. I tell you, we need people back in the cities. I walked around Friday afternoon, not that many people there, and loads of places still closed. And we need people back in in the offices at the right time. I know that we need to look after people's welfare. But Dundee, like so many cities, have been hit. Yeah. It's a bit like Glasgow, you know, the, the, the profile in Dundee. Some great people, great humour, Davey, as well. And they'd be giving me pelters for saying it was uh, Dundee against Livingston. Of course, it's United uh, this weekend. I always enjoyed getting up to watch the football in Dundee and it must have been a bit I always special enjoy, playing I there. always enjoyed playing yep. at, at both Tanadice and, and Dens Park. Um, two I'm stadiums. like you, Barry. I hated hitting up the slope at, yep. at, and I hated the dressing rooms at Tanadice as well. Why? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. probably the smallest dressing rooms in, in the league. Um, Was but, Jim not for uh, getting... The, well, apart from that, we, you yeah. know, you, you, would, you had a game in your hands. We, when we were up there, it was Jim McLean's team. What a, what, a, mm. what an opposition they were. Mm. And if they got on top and they were hitting down that slope, um, they took some stopping. Yeah, you always knew you were in for a game. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. Liam, the big time Charlie's here from Glasgow, from Rangers and Celtic, saying, ah, the dressing rooms were too small. That was the excuse. <laughs> but he was mentioning earlier about the, the cup final in 1985, the 100th Scottish Cup final. So we'll draw a veil over that. Liam, final thought then on Scotland. Let's hope people stay well and you know we can stay injury free for the match uh, with Israel in four weeks' time. Yeah, definitely. I think, obviously, I think it's Hampton's going to be a sellout for that game. Everybody's going to be buzzing. If we get the win, I think we're, we're near enough, pretty much, that's us sealed, sealed that second spot. Yeah. So the countdown's on for the game now. It's phenomenal, isn't it? Will you get a ticket, do you think? I think it'll be hard. I'll try, but I think, I think it'll be hard. All right, Liam. Thanks very much for calling in to Go Radio. Great to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Cheers, Liam. Cheers, Liam. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel tonight. 0808 17 17 700. The nation buzzing after Scotland's win last night against Austria 1 0 in Vienna. Penalty from Lyndon Dykes. Here's the goalkeeper who made a great save near the end. It's a massive result.
Yeah, that was huge for us. Great performance away from home. We knew we really needed to take something from the game to get the three points. It was, was huge for us in this group. So, from Craig Gordon to Colin on the line in Bells Hill. Hi, Colin. Hi, guys. Uh, how, how are you? I think we're pretty in good form. Yeah, Barry, good form tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, Dave. Good, good. We're getting the three points last yeah. night. Brilliant. You too, Colin. Yeah, definitely. It was a good, good result. Um, certainly was just, yeah. just, uh, just want to make a point about uh, London Dykes uh-huh. I just uh, I think he's, uh, he's grown in stature since obviously Queen of the South mm-hmm. going to Livingston they had a great season Rangers were linked with him uh, I think Livingston wanted 2 million I think it was for him and I think that price tag scared Rangers off and it probably scared quite a few teams off to be honest mm-hmm. um, but then Rangers went and opted to go for Cedric Eaton. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big mistake. I think three, three million for Eaton. Yep. Or, and then they could have had Dykes for two million. And I think you would have got more out of Dykes than what we have out of Eaton. I mean, Eaton is young and he might come good. But I think Dykes would have been the better option. It, it actually reminds me of Big Big Gig lately, McCulloch. The way he plays, Barry. Interesting. Yeah, point. I, I thought yeah. at the time when he was obviously there was talky, what Colin just mentioned, there Rangers and there was a few other clubs at the time interested. I thought it was a missed opportunity. I would have, I wouldn't say it was a, it would be a gamble. I would have went and took the opportunity to try and sign Lyndon Dykes for for that sort of money. Um, look, he, he's not a finished article, but I, I think he's a, a major presence. He's he's big, strong, powerful. And he knows where the back of the net is. So I, I, I was a bit disappointed when I, I seen him leave Scotland. But listen, he's he's been down to England and I think he's done really well in the Championship. He had a bit of a barn spell, but he came through that last season and started scoring again. And as we mentioned at the start of the show, he's been banging in the goals at the start of the mm-hmm. season. Um, I like him. I do. I think, and I, I still think he's learning. He's a late developer. And I still think there's more to come for Lyndon Dykes. Davy, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I think he could have done Rangers a turn in our, um, our Premiership poll I think the, the the test would be if he gets a move to the the Premier League in England you know that that would be the the ultimate test I suppose when he's up against the real top class defenders but he's doing Scotland a great turn right now um, we should enjoy what we're watching I think the partnership with Adams gets better and better and hopefully Steve Clark. well I think he's got to now he's got to start well Adams won't play sorry but I think Steve Clark's mm-hmm. got to start with two up whether that's Kevin Nisbet and, and Dykes, but surely two up in that game. Colin, what would you do? Uh, and I think you make a great point there. I remember last season we were saying... Uh, yeah, I, I, I said did. Rangers. I remember. Yeah. A lot of people were saying it may be a gamble. I didn't mm-hmm. think yeah. it would, would be a gamble. I think he would, no, he, he would I, do I a real good turn so for either. Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin. But listen, that's in the past now. Yeah, they signed sure. Eaton. Eaton's away. He's, he's away to, I think, Germany. On loan. On yep. loan for a season. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I think Lyndon Dyke's transfer fees probably trebled. It's a wee bit like Ali McCann this year. You know, you were saying, mm. would Celtic come in for him? Yeah. Would Rangers come in for him? He's gone for what, 1.2 million? I, d- I don't know what yeah. Davy thinks. I mean, I've watched Ali McCann for the past season. Mm. I think he's developed into a, a real good midfielder. I still think there's more similar to Lyndon Dykes. There's more to come. He's a established international player now. He plays in the middle yeah. of the park with, with Northern Ireland with Stevie Davis. Mm. Um, and I like to see good young players stay in, mm-hmm. in, in their leagues um, but I, I was surprised that neither the old firm 
register interest in Ali McCann. Davy, were you surprised? Ali McCann, yeah. I'm surprised at the fee. I'm not mm -hmm. surprised they left for the championship, oh. which mm. is a very good league. Um, I think it's one of the, still one of the richest leagues in the world, believe it or not, yeah. even though it's second tier. The in top England. five. Yeah. yeah, I can understand why he's gone down there, financial security. But I thought, A, I thought he'd got a better club than Preston. And B, I thought the transfer, if, it, if, it, the, accurate, if the figure is accurate at 1.2, yeah. then I think they've stolen him. Plus, I think there's a sell-on, so that could double yeah. um, in a couple of years if he moves up to the Premiership. Colin, what are you feeling for? Can we talk about your club, uh, Rangers? Um, a kind of patchy start to the season, but, you know, a massive result for you 12 days ago. How are you feeling about, uh, well, the next eight, nine months to come? I think that Old Firm game, I hope, hopefully that kicks them on, but I think the, the international break came at the wrong time. I think that... Mm. I think they'd have been on a roll from that game if, if they kept playing the league games, but mm. the international games came and then interrupted again. And then Johannes mm. Adjus caught COVID. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not sure. Ho hopefully they'll kick on for the from game and hopefully we'll get to see uh, G that Genio back in a play as well. Mm -hmm. We'll get to see him play. That's an interesting point of view, Colin, from you, because a lot of Rangers fans I spoke to were like, you know, winning that game, Barry, was massive. Then get the break because they hadn't been playing brilliantly. They had different issues. Um, and it might have been good for Rangers now. Yeah, I, th I think they've got to take a lot of confidence mm -hmm. out of that. Um, first half performance wasn't great. I thought Celtic edged it in terms of um, possession. But I thought Rangers came out in the second half and, and kicked on a wee bit. And they've got to take um, a lot of con uh, confidence for that going in. Look, ideally you want to continue and get a game three, four days later. But mm -hmm. listen, it, it obviously fell in international um, break which is no ideal but look I think they would have went away rested up and come back and they've got to take um, confidence going into the, the game at the weekend it's a tough one yep. up at McDermott Park it's always a, a difficult place a sticky place to, to go and get a result but no, I think Rangers will kick on for this. Rangers will feel that St Johnson got the cups that they could and should have got last season Davey a wee bit of an edge Yeah but I think that the cup wins will have given St Johnson a real belief in themselves and a confidence that they wouldn't otherwise have had and I think St Johnson having gone up against you know Galatasaray mm. and, and Lask don't think they'll, they'll, they won't be intimidated by Rangers I think Rangers will find it tough at the weekend but they're going to miss Jason Kerr aren't they the, yeah. their captain who and he's also gone for was it four hundred thousand six hundred thousand yeah not a lot of money I know that there's a problem to Wigan yeah, yeah. Third division. Well, I know it's the English first division, and Wigan were a huge club for a time, but uh, it's just the way it's it is. Now, isn't well, it? Listen, it is, isn't Jamie Robson yeah. left Dundee United yeah. to go to Lincoln City. What? One point above the relegation zone in, in League One in England. It's, left Dundee yeah. United, one of our big clubs. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know what's going on. But that, that will affect Callum's team. Mm -hmm. Jason, yeah. he was a captain. Um, done really well with Alan McCann. Um, but they signed well as well mm. St Johnson they brought Ali Crawford that used to be at Hamilton who went down to England yeah. um, you like him yeah. yep he was at Doncaster and Bolton and Cammy McPherson it's a man who I was surprised that man let him go because mm. uh, when I've seen McPherson play for St Man, he looks a tidy footballer Colin what are you thinking for I, I, I think, I think um, all, the, all the teams in Scotland have actually done well in the transfer market mm. And I, I don't think Rangers and Celtic are going to have it their own way this season. No. I, I think, uh, like say Aberdeen, they've made some good signings. Um, Morrow, they've signed uh, quite a few. Um, my mum and dad's next door neighbour, Barry Maguire, he's actually he plays with them. 
and uh, there's Sean, Sean Goss that used to play with. I think he played in the same team as you, Barry. Did he not? Or was he after you? No, he was after me. He was after. Was me. he after you? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got Hearts, who's obviously yeah. Barry Mackay. Uh, what do you make of that signing? That's well, a good I one. Talking, I was talking yep. Rangers when I went for him. Yeah, yeah he, I think he he'd have fitted in well the way mm-hmm. Gerard likes his team to play. That's a good point, Davy. Barry Mackay, yeah, back I've at Rangers. Always been a fan. Yeah. Um, I think don't go back. They're reluctant, yeah, yeah to yeah. To, to give mm. a player a second chance. What age is he? Twenty six. Twenty six. So I think perfect age. Mm. Barry, did you think he may have gone back to Rangers? I, I just or? look Rangers. I've got look, yeah. Scott Wright. Yeah. I, I think Scott Wright um, has uh, has kicked on again for last season. I thought it was a good bit of business bringing them in early doors. Mm. He said no. Um, a few months at the club but a, a full pre-season I think he will um, be a decent player for Rangers I think Ryan Kent started to show a bit of form against um, Celtic again and you've got other players that can play in the wide areas so Rangers are quite strong in the areas but Barry Mackay is a good player like, The thing I liked about Barry Mackay is he, he wasn't an out and out winger he, he liked to uh, he liked to come in and he could play behind the striker as well. So there was quite a quite a few positions he could play in, mm. and I think that would have suited the way Gerard likes his team to play. How are you feeling about up front then with uh, Morelos staying? Another transfer window has come and gone. It all starts, doesn't it? With he he'll be on the way, but no, he's there. You happy? I've, yeah, I've, if they can keep Kemar, if they can keep Kemar fit. And if we yeah. can get Fashion Caller up to Sir up to speed, then I am pretty confident. That often comes up, doesn't it? Just re- came yeah, out I, I still think he's got four um, very good strikers mm. there. He's kept Morelos. Uh, Colin just mentioned Sakala. No, seen enough of him. No. He obviously got ten minutes against Celtic. Ruth, he has a injury problem since he's signed, but he, he has a good player, Ruth, and. Yeah. Obviously, you've got the fourth backup and Jermaine Defoe. He's more into the coaching side. So I do think they've got enough firepower. With the way Rangers play, they always play with just one up up top. Um, so they've got four strikers for that one position. David, do you think Rangers have freshened it up enough during the window? Um, I mean, time, time will tell, I suppose. Sure. Paul, my, my worry is that, that Celtic haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. I think Celtic are still at least one striker short. Lee Griffiths mm-hmm. has gone out. A Yeti, I don't think, is, is up to it. Uh, Giocomakis unknown quantity um, and if Kyogo was to get injured and he's, mm. we think he's got an injury at the moment hopefully short term I think Celtic are light where it really counts at the business end of the pitch Rangers I think I've got a bit more cover there Yep, and plus I've seen the news that Ryan Jack's in the European squad so that's a sign that he's on his way back to, to fitness which is brilliant to hear because I was worried there for a few weeks no hearing anything and Bakuna we still got mm. to see him good to um, see him so he'll it? have a yeah. couple of weeks mm. training under his belt so that, that that's obviously um, that'll be important to Rangers Colin it's sending happy days for you isn't it yeah it definitely is yeah uh, just uh, if, if they can just get a wee a wee run of consistency going mm-hmm. and Stephen Gerrard um, you know he did the business early he, you know he built this team over three years we know that the first two years were tough um, do you think you can hold on to him for another year two years three years I'd like to I'd like to think so because Although he's he's won the the league title, but I mean there's Walter Smith. How many league titles did he win? How many cups did he win? How many times was he in Champions League? And then when he went to Everton, 
the Everton, a lot of Everton fans weren't too impressed. They, they were saying, oh, he's, he's won trophies in a goldfish bowl. So, like, so a, lot, a lot of people down in England don't kind of look at winning the league up here as a very big achievement. So I think he's still got to do a lot more to to get that Liverpool job. So ho- hopefully hopefully he'll stick, stick around and try and try and get that Champions League place for, for next season. It's disrespectful to say that though, isn't it? Because both these gentlemen, Davy Proven, Barry Ferguson, worked hard to win a title. It's not easy in Scotland. Yeah, he's bread and no, butter. No, yeah, He's bread and butters to retain the league title mm. and he needs to start winning domestic cups. I think he knows that himself. Scottish Cup, League Cup, that's the ones that obviously they get put out both quarterfinals last year which was was disappointing and both St Murn and and St Johnson who put them out of there deserve to beat them so that's something that he would have spoke to the squad about at the start of the season first day of pre-season listen guys we need to retain the title but also we need to start winning domestic trophies Davey the, the biggest worry for, for Rangers supporters would be that Jurgen Klopp leaves Liverpool um, gets a Real Madrid or something like that that, that would be the worry because I, I, I think Stephen Gerrard has done enough probably to convince Liverpool that, that he would be the natural successor now to Klopp mm. A natural fit, isn't he? And Graham Souness said that Liverpool weren't good champions. They were great to get there. You know, pipped the year before, they won the yeah. Champions League, then they won the league. Just about everyone loved it, apart from Man United fans or whatever, or Man City. But it wasn't a good year for them. We know the reasons. But that's interesting. If it was to be, and hardly anyone's mentioning them as title contenders, they're saying Man City, Chelsea. They haven't bought anyone, Paul. And you wonder if you, you wonder yeah. if there is friction. I mean, Klopp is putting a face on it, mm. saying we don't need anyone. Um you know, managers like to to freshen their, their dressing room up continually, um, and that would be the worry for Rangers. If Klopp walks, then it's a no-brainer that Gerard takes the the Liverpool job. It's a good point, isn't it? Look at Man United with Ronaldo in town; he's there. Everyone else spending. Yeah, I, I was surprised that Liverpool never freshened things up. Mm-hmm. I, I know they they re-signed quite a lot of the, the yeah. current players, um, but it's always good when you're on top to continue to strengthen and freshen up and I'm surprised that Liverpool have not done any business Listen it's been a great 24 hours not least the pictures we saw of your former gaffer former Rangers manager in Scotland Walter Smith at the golf yesterday at Loch Lomond we mentioned it in the programme wasn't it brilliant to see him yeah, brilliant, back there brilliant yeah. to see him after obviously the illness um, great to see that he's back out now he was at a golf day and hopefully he's on the road to recovery so it was brilliant to see him You still call him gaffer? Yeah, well, that's the only thing I would call him. You always will. Yeah. yeah. No, he's listen. He was tough. Aye. He was tough. I gave you a tough time, didn't he? Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. Didn't um, do I you got, any harm. I got on the wrong side of Walter a couple of times, and um, I suffered for it. <laughs> believe me. And Davey, what, what, I mean, he's, an, he's a legend, and he was there with Sir yeah. Alec Ferguson, Kenny Dalglish, a whole litany of people yesterday. But how good to see him back after. Yeah, great, great, great to see him back. And yeah. absolutely, I mean, first, first of all, a terrific, obviously, a terrific football manager and coach who's worked at the very highest level. But I think even more important than that is a, is a person. Very unusual in this, this business to, you know, to have someone who a bad word is never said of. And, and Walter Smith, I think, comes into that category. I've never heard anyone, you know, ha- have a story that he's been malicious mm. or... And, and in this business, um, that's very unusual. I think universally admired throughout Scottish football. Yeah, it's yeah. that's there. <laughs> I've had it. 
Uh, Jim White and I were up doing a thing. I always remember the Rangers playing Dundee United, Colin. So we're interviewing him, and Jim was doing the interview. And he goes, "Walter, right? So, uh, what about Gary Bolin? He goes, uh, "He's suspended." Right? Okay. Uh, what about? And he mentions three players. Jim, he's injured. <laughs> but keep up the good, the homework, Jim, and don't come back to you. It was. Pro- I was probably feeding Jim the wrong information. He just. He was a legend, a wonderful man, and typical. It was. Uh, a charity day yesterday for Andy Smiley's uh, charity in memory of his daughter. So yeah, raising money for the, the cancer brilliant, charities. Brilliant oh, stuff, it, was, it was brilliant. See, Charlie Nicholas was there as well. Yeah, there were so many others. Neil Lennon, uh, I think. Was it Lennon, was Lennon, okay, was indeed. There. Yeah, Alec McLeish. Yeah. Alan they were all there. Alan Shearer, Shearer, uh, Ian Wright. Yep. Les, Les Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yep. yep. It was a who's who. Colin, can we do it against Israel? I think I think we, we can as we play the way we played uh, last night. But I'm, I try not to get my hopes up too much with Scotland because every time I get my hopes <laughs> up, they, they always let me down. <laughs> Surely not this no, time. Ho- yeah. ho- hopefully they will this time. Hopefully. Here's some other good news. But, Emma Raducanu is into the US Open semi-finals. She's gone through. More on that in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Yeah, so Chris, thanks for that. 0808 17 17 700. Give us a call. Loads of calls coming in after Scotland's victory last night. I'm just going to ask you on the 10k taxi tomorrow morning, 10 past eight. We'll ask you one of the ones from today. What's the capital of Brazil? Do you know that one? Oh, I'd probably tempted to say Sao Paulo, maybe. That's a very good one. That's the biggest city, but no, it's Brasilia. Did you ever play in Brazil, Davy? I know no, you I played against them. No, no. I'd, I'd have lost. I'd have gone for Sao Paulo. No, as well. That's the biggest, but it's yeah. uh, Brasilia. Wow. Yep. Barry, did you play against Brazil? No. Some great Brazilians you played against. No, I them. played against yeah. some brilliant yeah. Brazilians. Uh, Ronaldinho. Um, it's probably the biggest one yeah. I've played against. Ronaldinho, what a uh, player. Yeah. I love hearing from you too about the, some of the players that you played, played against. against a yeah. few times. One at yeah. Barcelona and uh, when he was at PSG. I don't know if you remember when he was at PSG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we played Brazil and Seville and I, I, as I said, I, I didn't go on the pitch. But I've never felt, you're talking about the heat, how hot it's going to be in Qatar, but Seville in midsummer was absolutely baking. And mm. Steve Archibald played up front for Scotland that night. Now, Steve Archibald wasn't carrying an ounce of weight at the time. I think he lost £10 during the game. Um, just chasing chasing shadows, you know, once Brazil get in at their stride. David Neri made the fatal mistake of, of putting Scotland ahead and it angered them, you know. <laughs> and they absolutely battered us. And that Brazil team should have won the World Cup. Lost to Italy, Paolo Rossi yep. scored the, the hat-trick in the yep. quarter-final. But that's the best Brazil team never to win the World Cup. Amazing. I was at that match call. I remember it. David yeah. Neri, the Topoke, as it was called yeah. by uh, Jimmy Hill. late Jimmy Hill, said that. But it was, that was some Topoke from David Neri. Um, so, do you watch Still Game? Did yes. you watch it when it was on? Okay, here's another question. What's the second name of the character Jack in Still Game? What's his second name? I don't know. I just that, that was one of the questions. <laughs> it was Jarvis, right? But more tomorrow. Ten past eight with Crofty and Grado. Somebody's going to win. 10k in the 10k taxi with Glasgow's go great news we gave you just before the break isn't it Raducanu so she's ripping it up over there she's into the semi-finals Davey it's brilliant to see it's, it's her yeah. first first um, US Open Paul yeah. 18 years of age into the semi didn't drop a set 
amazing, isn't it? Remarkable. I mean, Andy Murray has, he's led the way. Jamie's done well as well, you know, a doubles champion. But Andy, three times winner of Grand Slams. It's phenomenal. And so many young people now playing it and it's great because they can play it. They play it in Mary Hill. They can play it in the East End, Barry. Um, more support. Yeah, he's, he's somebody yeah. that... Uh, People look up to Andy Murray, what what, what he's done for, for tennis, certainly up here. And his mum as well, let's be fair. Judy, yep. She does a lot of hard work and the, the brother as well has done well. He's mostly a high doubles B. player. Is he a high B? Yep. Um, that's right. Yeah. Fan. Her dad played for high Bs, for Hibs. Ah, I didn't yeah. know that. Ah, her father, yep, uh, played for Hibs. So, yeah, they really do. They love the Scottish football and she's a great supporter of the Kilt Walk, which is coming up on the 26th of September look out for some ads coming up and Go Radio very kindly helping the Kilt Walk we'll be supporting people all over Scotland and whatever you raise on Scotland's Kilt Walk so Tom Hunter will add 50% uh, the business show was back on Sunday there it'll be back this Sunday tell you more about that shortly it's all happening Barry isn't it and we've had a million downloads so you can win a signed Celtic top if you want <laughs> or okay he said no I think that's what that meant was, uh, or our signed Rangers top and all you have to do is go on the website yeah great prizes isn't it yep, great. superb Scotland what a prize waiting for us but David we're not there yet we've still got Israel and you know we've got the other games as well and then the playoffs themselves Moldova but, Paul I know Moldova it's a banana skin and I was asking Barry in the break I remember Bertie Volk's last game was a 0-0 draw in Moldova it was certainly a draw mm. yeah Barry played in that game and he was talking about the atmosphere at the airport players get back to the airport all the Scotland fans are in the airport and they are not amused and that is that is not easy when the punters are are having a real go at you that was Bertie Volk's last game his last game of yeah. course uh, Bertie Volk's with Scotland we want to forget those days though Barry and that must have been so tough the success you had in Europe and domestically yeah, but listen, not as I say you go through some yeah, great times sure. and, and they were they were tough times mm. Um the, the performance, the, the fans, as you know, the Tartan Army, they, they pay all sorts of money and they travel everywhere to go and watch you. But if, see, if I'm being honest, it just wasn't good enough. Some of the performances were um, really poor, certainly with the, the players that we had. What happened? Was it the communication with the manager? I know you you know, you know keep it in the dressing room. I know that was a long time ago. Yeah, look, some managers have got a certain way of playing that probably didn't suit us. Mm. Um, then Walter Smith came in and made us yeah. really tough to beat. Uh, probably weren't great to watch on the eye but we knew how to get results we were 4-5-1 yeah. um, and then when Walter left uh, Alec took over and just kept it the same way and we got some real good results and one of the big results was in Paris against France it certainly was we will never forget Italy it Italy game at yeah. Hamden's a highlight for yeah, me yeah, was, you know working for Sky yeah. that's the game I'll always remember Italy at yeah. Hamden um, that was the best atmosphere that I played uh, yeah. um, for Scotland the atmosphere yeah. that day was electric sometimes as you know David at Hamden it's hard to create an atmosphere but that uh, that was unbelievable that day and we we didn't deserve um, what referee. we got that night referee was a shocker yeah, yeah. It was never a foul. It was never yeah. a foul. But they they were a top team. Oh, you go through. Yeah, Cannavaro, sure. Nesta. Kind of, yeah, Buffon, Buffon and goals. Yeah. Um, Pirlo, Gattuso. <laughs> um, some unbelievable players. But we, we took them all the way that night. And um, I thought we deserved to get more out of the game. Well, we took plenty out of the game last night. So six points from the three games. We did say we'd need to get... Well, six was uh, probably the most we thought we could get. Here's the manager speaking 
about the overall performance? Yeah, good performance. Difficult place to come. We said it was a pivotal week in the group and we've come out with six points, so satisfactory. Some people want to label as long ball, but we got it down, we passed the ball. We're not a long ball team. We can do both. We have to go long, we can play. We can win the second ball. If we have to get it down and play, we can pass it as well. Created a lot of chances in the game. Could maybe have got one or two more. And obviously at times when you have to defend, on the, you're under a little bit of pressure away from home. We showed great character to defend the box well. David, could we have got one or two more? Yeah, I think we could have, yeah. Yeah, I think it was just good to see a Scotland team believing in themselves, having a go um, and having one or two chances. Um, got a little bit lucky with the penalty. Yeah. Slipping mm -hmm. under the goalkeeper, but I think we're due a break and we're, we're right back in it now. Yeah, I'm just looking at the notes last night, the Dykes header fairly on, they, early on. They had some chances as well, Anoutovic in six minutes shot just wide and they had a penalty claim as well uh, later on, but we were glad that it wasn't referred to VAR. Although it didn't look much in it, but sometimes mm. referees Anutovic trying to could have been up. off though. Anutovic yeah. could have been oh. off the, the pitch for the, the challenge on Billy Gilmer. Billy Gilmer. Yeah, off, absolute shocker. Off the ball. It was a shocker, yeah. wasn't it? They put leaned into him, didn't he? Yeah. Um, it was awful. I, th I think as the game went on, you could see yeah. confidence starting to build, and yeah. they were starting to believe in themselves. Because mm. if you look at a team, we've got good players, mm. really good players. Um, I, I always annoys me when people say, "Oh, we're coming up against a no bad team." Mm. You're an all bad team. You said that on Monday. That yeah, was your rally Because yeah. Barry thought he was going to be, you know, a bit more def um, cautious up front. But you were saying we've got good players. We're yeah. talking about Austria. What about Scotland? Yeah, we were talking yeah. about two. We've got two central midfielders that can go and dictate a game of football. Yeah. Callum McGregor and Billy Gilmore. We've got John McGinn, who we've spoke about. has got energy to burn. Um, you've got Kieran Tierney and, and Andy Robertson. Big Hanley's been superb. Craig Gordon. So. We've got right good players. They cover some ground, don't they? Tierney and Robertson. Yeah, and I, I, th I think I, I, I think the future's good as well because you know we've got players coming through: Josh Doig, um, Aaron Hickey, Ryan Portis, Johnny Souter. Yeah. So the future is looking as good for Scotland as it's been for a long time and Lewis as well of course who came yeah, on of for course, David, 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 yeah. David Turnbull of course yeah I mean there were some people saying he should play last night now it's worked out well but he is knocking in the door isn't he? Yep and David just mentioned that a guy who has had the hard time the last year or so John Souter yeah. Achilles problems mm -hmm. twice he's, he's done it but if he can get up and running and getting and get sorry a number of games under mm -hmm. his belt yeah. he's a future Scotland player Already the manager looking forward to the next game but before that on the penalty it was the classic manager thing he was quite far away from too it Too far away too far away ground level difficult to see Obviously the officials got it right, it was a penalty. Dykesy managed to squeeze it through and get it in the back of the net, so important. And the player himself saying, overall the team, they're getting better. I think we've always, each camp got stronger and stronger and another another game tonight, it was it was tough, it was long and we held out to the, to the, to the end of the game and we won, so it showed the togetherness that we've got and that's something that we need to build on as well. They played well up front and at the back. We always defend us from the front and we defend as a team. The manager wants that and that's what we do and I think we just have to work hard together. They're a really good side and they've got great players and um, you know it was good to get the goal and go one up and then we, tr we held on from there. We had a couple other chances but the one was enough and um, at the end of the night it was, it was a good night. And the goalkeeper, Craig Gordon. Yeah, I felt comfortable all night. The guys in front of me were absolutely superb all night, chucking their bodies in front of things. We defended the box so well when we had to. And as you say, limited them to, to very few opportunities. And the one that came through, I managed to keep out. So from my point of view, it was a, 
A fairly quiet evening, but got to give huge credit to, to the guys in front who were outstanding all night. And confidence in him and the team. Yeah, that was huge for us. Great performance away from home. We knew we really needed to take something from the game to get the three points. It was, was huge for us in this group. Overall, Barry, it's been quite uh, a few days from the almost the despair against Denmark. We couldn't believe it last week. It's crazy how football changes in, in seven days. We were all down and um, we were, were worried, obviously, with the first 45 minutes. It, it wasn't good enough. But listen, the boys responded in the right manner. Um, got the win on Saturday. Would have loved a few more goals. But the most important one is getting the three points. But last night, I thought they, they, they showed great characters. They had to defend for their lives at times and they'd done that. And um, what are three points it will turn out to be, hopefully? Could you concentrate okay in training last night? Obviously, Ali, you've no, got No, we had a few. Yeah. We mm -hmm. made sure the kit man had his phone out and we were... Because the boys, the boys were wanting to know as well. They wanted to see their, their national team do well, so we're keeping them updated. And this week, big game for you. Yeah, Falkirk. Falkirk yep. yep, one of the favourites. That's the last couple of weeks we had Queen's Park. That was a real good game. We drew one each for them. Um, and Falkirk, that was a big test for us. Another mm -hmm. full-time team, so... Um, we need to beat teams like this if we want to properly challenge at the top of the league Davey we'll see you again in a week or two you're yeah. going to be away next week but this weekend St Johnson Rangers do you expect the champions to win there? Tough tough game mm -hmm. um, you know I think before St Johnson won the Cups you would put that down as an absolute banker away win not now not now I think St Johnson have got a belief about them now you know they've gone to Galatasaray and got a draw They'll have nothing to fear at the weekend. Okay. And Celtic Ross County. I just think sure. with Malky has made so many changes. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to, and he's had a horrendous start. They've played mm. the, the, the top five, six teams mm. in their, their opening games. So you would expect Celtic to win that. Hopefully, Kyogo comes back in, in good enough shape to play. Barry, we'll hear more from you on Friday then about uh, how we think they'll go. And Davy, before you go, what about uh, Sunday? Hearts against Hibs. Huge, yep. absolutely huge. Top Time of the castle. Table. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hard to call. I'm, I'm going to go for Hibs. Going to go for Hibs, right? Martin uh, Boyle inspired mm -hmm. Hibs. Barry, who would you go for in that one just now? You can change your mind if you want to, but at the well, moment, two would the, you say? Two of them, yep. it'd be fair if had a real good start. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it'll be a, a brilliant game. Look, Time Castle full is, is brilliant. You love it. Yeah, yep. it's a, a, a brilliant away stadium to play in. Listen, what about last night? We were talking about Radio Tel Aviv. What would they be saying about, you know, uh, Scotland? Well, they had a tough night last night against Denmark. They lost 5-0. Fair Islands 2-1 against Moldova. But the big one was Austria 0. Scotland 1. So it's absolutely brilliant. We're still in the mix. Denmark on 18 points. Scotland on 11. Israel on 10. Those are the ones that really count. Davey, thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Barry, as always, a pleasure. See you on Friday night. Yep. See you then. We're back tomorrow night, live at five. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five.